Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. <laughs> happy, happy. How's your Monday going, listeners? How's your Monday going, Nicole? It has begun. <laughs> Which I, I'm going to come clean because it's not Monday when we're recording this. I feel like I feel disingenuous sometimes with pre-recorded episodes and I try and pretend that it's actually Monday, but it can't be because... If everything goes to plan for me, I will not be sitting in my office on Monday morning recording a podcast. What will you be doing on Monday morning? I'm hoping to be out in the freezing cold wilderness in Tasmania. Are you going camping again? No, just a bushwalk. Oh. But, uh, yeah, speaking of freezing cold, um, I found out, <laughs> I found out that uh, my niece is mad about all the frozen stuff and her birthday's coming up. So I went and got a couple of bags of peas and some ice cream. I'm sure that will go down really well. Was that your attempt at humor? Cause it was terrible. <laughs> you apparently had some cold weather in uh, Queensland, Coxie. It's been a little fresh in the mornings and I don't think anybody believes me when I complain that it gets cold here. So I've posted some evidence uh, today, which is Friday to our uh, Instagram stories and we've been inundated with comments and or um what's the oh my god face reaction emoji <laughs> all the southerners who, who uh yeah. find it hard to believe that it gets cold in parts of queensland and some it of snows our, in stanthorpe sometimes it does most years maybe just once but most years but some of our um uh, followers from new zealand even reached out and said i had no idea it got that cold in queensland and i'm quite central i'm not far from brisbane out west it gets much much colder mm. i don't oh, think yeah. people understand how vast our state is no um, and how much it fluctuates the coastline's beautiful and warm for sure it's very humid which is what keeps it quite warm but as soon as you're an hour away from the coast which we are here um it tends to get a little fresh in the mornings i think it's a it's a population thing too and a perspective thing uh most people live on the east coast of Australia. Very true. Like more than 80% of our population now uh, span is sort of jammed into a, <laughs> I don't know, it's probably a, a 20 or, or 50 kilometre um, strip up and down the east coast. So it tends to have much milder weather, apart from Melbourne, of course. They're not really on the east coast, technically. No, um, no. Which is why they probably the butt of a lot of uh, weather jokes in Australia, because <laughs> <laughs> they get some weather in Melbourne. They it's, really, uh, they do get the full gamut of weather, don't they? And often in one day, the poor buggers, a bit like um, New Zealand. Some of, Again, our New Zealand clients describe to me what the weather's been like or they send me a little weather update so that I can really appreciate how warm it is here in Brisbane. Mm. And um, they can have, you know, quite glorious mornings. By the afternoon, it's raining. By night, it's sleeting. And then the next day, they wake up and it's lovely again. It, it's really quite challenging, I'm sure, particularly as a tradie who's working outside, we often talk about how challenging um, winter can be. We were talking about, I think it's not called black frost. There's another kind of frost 
that literally means that everything is unworkable for periods of time while this frost passes through various parts of the southern island. Um, Quite amazing. Swimming pools are are freezing thick. I can't Mm. even, that concept blows my mind. Mm. Um, So they can't, you know, they literally can't do any of the outdoor work for a period of time. How do you plan for that as a business owner? That must be really challenging. And I feel that certainly many of our Victorian clients, um, I can recall having a great conversation with some roof, roof, roofers, goodness, get it out, um, who really struggled again with the weather because it was so unpredictable. And even if you had the best weather information, it could change on a dime. And before you know it, you, all your plans are out the window. So it's pretty stressful trying to keep that all at bay mm. and that planning fluid so that you can, I guess, move through some of those processes rather than getting stuck. It's it's an interesting topic because it really does highlight for me something that I've said a number of times over the years, that trade business owners or trades people, and when you combine the two together, tradies in business, ah, do you like what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> they already have a bunch of skills and experience at adapting Mm. and we talk about this fabulous uh wank word nowadays called pivoting and yet the pivot is is so necessary Mm. um and you know i did i did mention to one of our tradiepreneurs the other day and i've probably already um uh, talked about this on the podcast perhaps that this might be the way business is for a long time and Mm. what if what if it is what are you going to do then because i think a lot of people are holding their breath um metaphorically waiting for things to go back to how they were and we're all certainly hoping that there is some shift and relaxation uh in restrictions and everything and i think it's prudent to do a couple things one is to accept or perhaps realize that many of you listening are great at dealing with uncertainty and last minute things and adapting on the fly. You know, it's like we've had weather overnight and everything's frozen, can't can't do that job. What can we do? Mm. You're not just going to sit at home and watch telly. Uh, and so you can transfer a lot of those skills into how you approach other problems. Mm. Um, sometimes we don't realize how good we are at actually dealing with the things that life throws up at us. It's because we never take a moment to stop and pat ourselves on the back. When was the last time you, honestly, and you're much better at it than most people I know, um, how often do you step back and think, wow, okay, I had a great week at work. I did some really good things this week. Mm. Never happened. enough, I did it last night. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, typical. And that's just serendipitous that we got our management reports from our accountant. um, And I made a point, but I had to to actually consciously think about it because I read it and went, oh, yeah, whatever. Onto the next task, and uh, you and I have worked very, very hard in the last thirty years. I mean, three years, <laughs> <laughs> and you know we're we're doing some great stuff here at Tradies in Business as a business. Um, mm. So the podcast s- probably seems largely unchanged um, after more than five hundred episodes. And yes, I'm going to keep saying that because it has a nice ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but as a business, with the work that we do with trade business owners, um, as paying clients and, and members of our tradiepreneur community, uh, we have worked very hard 
to make our services more accessible and to get the word out to more people. And of course, that's resulted in some growth. And I looked at our, our growth figures in our financial reporting and I thought, that's actually pretty good. And I pulled out my calculator and I worked out what our business has grown by as a percentage. Mm. And I shared that with my wife. Now, she doesn't work in the business world. She's a, she's a healthcare worker. And to her, numbers and stuff are things you see on medical charts, <laughs> not, not dollars and cents. Um, and so it was actually kind of cool to share that and say, hey, check out what we've done. Yeah. But that's a rare thing for me to do, Coxie. You rightly point out that I don't do it very well and I don't do it very often. And sadly, I do it more than most people I know. I might have known that about you before I led you into the conversation, but but right, I actually think um, I do think it's a cultural thing, and I know that we've spoken about this before. Culturally, we don't like to pick note ourselves. We don't like to take the time to reflect positively over where we've come from, what we've changed, what we've done, what we've achieved, um, and so therefore we just don't do it. And yet we see time and time again every month we go through this process with our tradepreneur clients where we stop and we reflect over what we actually did in the month and it makes a big difference to their satisfaction levels around their businesses because they can see the growth. They can see how they're changing and evolving as a business owner. It, it, it's, it's absolutely necessary and critical for you to take the time to reflect so that you can find those success points rather than being stuck in the daily grind. Hmm. It can be tempting on a Monday morning to wake up and think, oh, God, do I have to do this again? And... A good trick to help you bring yourself out of that, you know, mundane monotony of going back to work and jumping on the hamster wheel is taking that time to reflect, okay, where have I come from? What's this year actually done for me? Wow, I implemented a sales process or I've started tracking my financial performing or we've employed somebody and we've created an onboarding package or we've finally um, written a position description for everybody in the business. Like they, they feel like small steps. And yet when you look back historically, they they lead to great change. So mm-hmm. perhaps this Monday, your job, your task, your homework from the Traders and Business podcast is to stop and reflect over how far you've come this year. Yeah, it's, it's such an important thing, Coxie. And I know for myself, I have a... tendency I'm looking for a word other than negative like a bad tendency (laughs) (laughs) to only look for big stuff big wins and you know our annual reports for our business that's probably easier to look at because it's a big you're looking at a big chunk over 12 months big period of time it's easier to see change Mm. it's like those those pictures um back before the internet where it was spot the difference you know they'd be in the newspaper or the puzzle books or whatever and some of the changes were so small like you know one earring was missing on the second picture compared to the first picture of the lady in the room or something like that Mm -hmm. um and so we're not very good at spotting the small changes particularly where we go ah but how's that going to make a difference Mm. you know how's doing my sales process going to actually change anything that's not going to make me more money well, actually, yes, it is. And I think that's where our tradepreneurs actually understand that a lot of those small things, and we talked about one-foot putts on the podcast, uh, I don't know, an episode or two ago, those small things actually 
by celebrating the one foot putts because it feels a bit wanky. Mm. You, you knocked a putt in from one foot from the the hole in golf. It's like, well, of course you should get that in, and that's the attitude. Of course I should have done that. Mm. Well, of course I would have sunk the putt. It's just a sales process. It's not that big a deal. No, no, it is a big deal. A one foot putt is a big deal, and if you make a big deal out of a one foot putt, imagine how you you're going to approach a two foot putt and then a three foot putt. Ed's getting double bite of the cherry here. Uh, his, his metaphor or analogy or whichever one it is. So, yeah, um, I think those little things ought to be celebrated. And you know what else, Coxie? Mm-hmm. I know we're going to wrap this episode up and I'm on a roll. Come bring it home in the end. It's like the Melbourne Cup. Yes. <laughs> is not only do we celebrate that small win, but we actually build up that muscle of celebration. We strengthen mm-hmm. the celebration muscle and the... the um, recognition of achievement muscle on the little things because it's easier to do it with something small because they happen more often. And the more you do it and the more often you do it, the better you get at it. So if you practice on the little things, woohoo, did the sales process, yeah, I'm going to go make myself a coffee and, you know, go celebrate by watching Netflix for 20 minutes or something. I don't know. Um, it seems it seems naff to do that. It's like, big deal, I sent an invoice. You know, ring the bell, um, pull a party popper thing, <clears throat> like start practicing celebrating wins, do it on the little things because they're more frequent, and then you'll find it easier to do it on the bigger things as well. I'm going to Chucky Norris the hell out of this, but Ooh. before I do that, I'm going to say share your wins on social media and tag us so we can celebrate with you. We love celebrating the wins of our clients you don't have to be a client for us to get all excited because you've made a change so please if you've made a change or you're celebrating a win tag us on social media and share it with your community and us so we can celebrate with you and then my chucky norris is you have an opportunity starting wednesday this week first of september to join us with our tib 30 challenge in which you can make one little small change every day and then celebrate it because we're all going to celebrate together Look at me go. (laughs) So make sure that if you haven't already, download your 30-day challenge worksheet. Um, It's a list of prompts. So you've got 15, we actually threw in a bonus one, 16 ideas of things that you could do each day to practice self-care and to take a little time out of your day. And I want you to play along with Warwick and I as we do this over September. Warwick and I have already made a commitment to three each um, as a regular for the whole month. Plus, we're going to take a bonus one most days. Uh, out of the list as well and share it with you on our social media. So I would like you to do that listeners as well. And then you can start practicing your celebrating every day and it might be business related. You'll actually be celebrating you, which is pretty darn powerful. And feels really weird. Yeah. Okay. Do it anyway. <laughs> we do lots of things that feel weird. They only feel weird in the beginning. It's <laughs> a good point to end this episode, I think. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.